I'm Nat, the guide, and you're listening to No Initiative, Play Quest, The Soaring City. Go, go, gadget, run a game. Yeah, Nat. it's happening. There you go. Hi! <laughs> Howdy. It's happening. Is it Come happening? and be welcome. Uh, we're logging on here for session zero of Quest, The Soaring City. In progress. Um, we gotta make it now, Sam. I called it out. Oh, uh, and we're just doing our normal session zero stuff where we lay the foundation for having telling an epic tale of very off what is likely to be very small interpersonal issues uh, that we all laugh about. And oh, yes. setting up the improvisational foundation. <laughs> so Everything and I know this is a little different because in the past yes. we've done session zero and we've like been like, okay, try to play the game. And I'm like that's not how I do sessions here. Although we might get to some of that depending on the kind of alacrity we get through. So to start, I would actually just like to have a little discussion about themes because I am big into the concept of stating the ideas we want to play with so that we're all on the same page to work forward with them. Particularly for improv focused endeavors like this, where you're not writing the shit down, figuring out as you go, you got to have the idea to start, otherwise it won't come to fruition, usually. Sometimes you can luck into it. So, this isn't just Nat flaps his gums. This is a, a conversation, a dialogue, where we talk about things we would like to uh, address. Themes like nature versus civilization, found family and uh, friendship are very common for TTRPGs. But you can also do stuff like hope and the hopeless, you know, uh, the life being relentless but we persevere you know it can be more esoteric uh crab smoking cigarette kind of stuff Uh, wait is this a saying of some sort i am so confused i possess Uh, a mug with a crab smoking a cigarette on it that says life is fucking i know that mug all right it becomes clear now i vote for crab smoking a cigarette yeah, that's a that's a All whole right. ass mood. That's the pandemic yeah. mood. <laughs> that's I bought it literally like the week I got furloughed from work. I'm like, this is what I need. <laughs> so, are we looking for a game that is fucking relentless and just it rains when it rains it pours? Are we looking for something that's more about a, a shining light of hope? That's something that we can look forward to and feel better about ourselves. What I mean, are the feels? IRL life is relentless enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm always one to make it sad because that's like my jam. Let's Lena's smash the sad. system. Lena's sad from the yeah. jump, so I wouldn't mind mm. it not being sad. I mean, yeah. Of course, She's no matter what we do, sad. you know, even Avatar The Last Airbender, you know, and She Ra, there are things that are sad in them. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Never going to be straight sunshine and rainbows. Well, yes. Correct. Yeah. yeah Is mean, that you I said g- something? I said let's smash the system. Um, I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. Like- <laughs> I'm always I mean, my whole thing life. is like <laughs> In real life, but in real life, life and in the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, my whole thing is like um, I'm robbing the rich to give to the poor. Like let's let's just let's eat the rich. Let's sure. eat the rich. I'm game for that. So notably, you know, I've used this setting before, and usually the floating city itself of Valerith 
isn't a shitty place. Like, obviously, there are shitty people who do shitty things, but usually the whole structure is pretty all right. That could not be the case, because I know, for a fact for myself, it can be hard to imagine a society that isn't shitty, because that's all we kind of live with. And I'm not kidding. I have to, like, stop myself and be like, okay, Nat, no, this person needs to, like, be a good person as the default. So do we want it to be something to fix? Or alternatively, the smashing the systems could be the places that aren't on the city because part of the goal here is that this thing visits fucking places, you know? Mm. Ideas, thoughts, figures, emotions. I think think we could play it as one of those like um, idealistic cities that deep down in the core, they're like proper proper rotten right so yeah. outwards facing it looks like the perfect place right but who knows knows I that like kind it. of deal. Yeah. not quite other, Columbia but the other way to kind of direct that is you know this city was taken back in a revolution against Baron Colvrax and usually that's a few decades in the past but if it's more recent then you know you've, you've we've all probably listened to Hamilton. After we uh, there's a revolution, things go into turmoil a little bit. Uh, so spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I will Sorry, fight you. Y'all, y'all across the pond uh, don't know about wow. American I mean, oh, I could sorry. I could use Toussaint Louverture, the, the the play about the Haitian Revolution, if you prefer something less spoilery. <laughs> Spoiler alert, there was a revolution in day one. Sorry to spoil it. There were a lot of them. Yeah. So being closer to that, it would be a little less smash the system and a little more keep the system from becoming shit. Mm. Sure. That's an idea. I like that. That's kind of cool. Being closer to the... Yeah, so right after the revolution. And I kind of... Like, in that creates an interesting home for those of us who were or are vigilantes yeah because it's like a a shift of of gears right because it's from coming from a bad place and we fought Mm -hmm. what was clearly bad and now it's Mm -hmm. more about finding wait what's bad now what should we find yeah like like how do you exist when you're used to like fighting all the shit and now the shit's not as visible anymore (laughs) we suffered and we fought and we killed for the notion of the nation we now get to build (laughs) I hey, think we're those in are shit both now, cool, and somebody's got to shovel it. Either, like, they still both have very different feels, I guess, you know? Like, are we smashing a patriarchy down, or are we trying to help maintain something new? So, like as a corollary one. to that concept, um, I would like it, no matter what, that this, uh, that the party is invested in the city. I don't want it to be oh, one shitty thing, guess we'll just get off with the next stop and live our lives. Yeah. I want it to be turned towards, not turn away. This is yeah. a concept. So yeah. we have to want to, like, help the place we're in, basically. Um, so the way I build... Back to Sam's question now. Yeah, go on, go on. Yeah. So um, the idea of... Because Sam's right, uh, the idea of taking down something that's entrenched and problematic is very different than let's keep this thing from becoming that. Right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So like I think we I can, you of... could mix oh, both of them, right? You could mix both of them and say that um, there's this new era, 
right, that we want to maintain. And for that, we need to make sure that the people that were invested in the previous era, but some, somehow made it through, uh, don't use their power webs to gain control of the new era under the guise that it's new, right? A lot like the Meiji era in Japan. See that. Yes. I Japan don't switching over to the Meiji era was a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's I knew that, and that's I why I suggested it. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. Uh, there's a now let's go watch some stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah that, like, that's, a, that's a dynamic that happens is like the regime changes, and but then like some people, often people who are most powerful, actually just like shield themselves and maintain power just on under a different guise. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. like it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, and it's interesting as well because like when big power shifts happen, like not everybody is like so intensely affected by it like the lower down people are just not gonna notice as much as those in power who are no longer in power so it's kind of like finding finding a place in the world while also trying to keep the bad people down yeah in the past when everyone this like i said the revolution has been the past but also the um actual power structure from before was you know this Baron Kovrax guy, which was like big, uh, like uppercase e evil, you know, like necromancy and zombies, and uh, used this. This thing wasn't a city; it was a, a weapon of warfare, and like it was uppercase evil, you know. Whereas, yeah, if we're doing this, it's probably a little less black and white in that scenario. Yeah, yeah the person yeah. might have been bad, and they might have done a lot of bad things, but it's less the one person like magicking to control this power a little more of a structure yeah, yeah. political machinations than armies of zombies <laughs> yes yes yeah i mean and, and if you look at like things even like the french revolution there were a lot of people in the first and second estate who joined the revolution to keep power uh so like there's definitely a in their heads that well yes but there's definitely that thing of like you know well yes I, my brain took an extra moment to finish processing that but yeah, there's there's Sorry. definitely that kind of a thing. So yeah, there could uh, certainly be some people from the old system that went along, uh, and that are a problem. Okay, so I guess kind of what are we feeling? Because I feel like we're sort of expounding more on like the same ideas. Like we never answered that first sort of i guess like what feel do we want this to have like that taking down or changing and building yeah. things up what uh i would ask what's your preference here what are you sitting on this i right honestly now? don't have too much of a preference in that camp because i'm gonna have to kind of like massage row to like fit them into the city anyway and i'm kind of waiting to see what we land mm, on sure. to decide how i'm gonna do that because yeah. i can definitely like i'll be able to make anything work yeah. So, like... And admittedly, uh, I feel a little bad about it because normally this conversation happens before character creation, so I'm really trying to not just axe people's characters out of the existence. <laughs> Although I know you're flexible and brilliant, and no matter what, we will work to make all the characters work. Oh, yeah, like, I could definitely make Ro, like, fit in here. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I got an idea Honestly, just already being, uh, kind of for either of those. That's kind of the same thing regardless, so... I mean, I'm honestly just being young in a revolution is a perspective you don't see a lot, so that just by itself has value. 
Every revolution needs a Gavroche. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Perfect. Okay, so Nunu, you came down as uh, one to the other one because uh, the, not the other one, the second idea of kind of the transition. Um, because I'm guessing it's because it's a little more different, a little less done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it might be interesting to explore um, that, like, not black and white regime where this is the evil let's fight that and more exploring wait what really still remains of the evil that we were fighting and figuring out that maybe what we thought was evil maybe it's a good thing now I don't know something like that the real evil I like the, the intricacies of it a... <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the intricacies of the, the politics of a regime change I, like I like mm -hmm. that idea a lot mm. Uh, my character yeah. will fit in anything because it's all about just you know saving lives. But mm -hmm. I like the I idea of that save thing. Life. Oh yeah, my but, god! I mean, don't, yeah, don't give I, me, I will cry. <laughs> I, because of Scrubs, I will cry from that. No, yeah, I was saying, definitely. That's my favorite so. episode. Oh god, I like. Uh, that was the like, song I listened to on loop to work through my dad's passing. I will cry. <laughs> Oh. Right. oh, I shall sing it like, no more. <laughs> like I, I definitely like the idea of figuring, like especially like from my character standpoint too, like working through like exploring a regime change and like how things change because like at the same time like she's had like a big change going like leading into where the campaign's picking up and I think that's really interesting to explore as well. Um from a selfish personal standpoint. <laughs> hey, that's, that's valid. Fine. Cool, hey, if you have like a character a idea in mind, that's a perfectly valid reason to cast your vote down in a direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, like I think uh, um, like that can definitely work for Faris very well and like could definitely maybe even tie into like something that happened to her in the past that she's like carrying with her as baggage and now she's like oh i couldn't figure it out then but i can help sort it out now for other mm. people something like that i see it uh as the person who immediately uh, not immediately originally posited the let's smash the system concept is this still is this satisfying <laughs> in that similar way for you oh yeah and i'm very glad you all actually like it because <laughs> that's just my general mood like all the time right now, so. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, like either version of that would would work for what I have in mind for Paris, but like definitely uh, what we're talking about right now would work really well as well. All right. So that's a conceit in the theme that we want to explore. How? So that's like a um, kind of content-based theme. What about more emotional-based themes? So what are what kind of tone are we trying to strike? And obviously, a certain amount of it will end up just converging towards telling a story and laughing our faces off with our friends, but there's some variations therein. Hmm. Hmm. It's probably just stop until someone talks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because in my brain... There's a little, like, chibi 8-bit version of myself just with those, um, like, those monkeys that have the symbols just going, <laughs> sad. <laughs> sad. <laughs> that's uh, what my goblin brain's doing. It's like, 
What oh if, my god. What if we made it really sad? <laughs> I know. What if I made what a character that? who's like really traumatized and really sad? <laughs> me? I mean, that's the good shit though, right? <laughs> yeah. Me? That Do is that? the good shit. Oh, that's, that's where all the, uh, all the juicy bits live. I mean, so we have a brain. You can build on that a little bit, because if we want to like set the tonal, the tonal, ba the base tone as as sad, right? Just everyone's just just trying to live their best lives. We're a Charles Dickens novel up in this bitch. Like it's just gray. Oh my god! It's always raining. There are orphans everywhere. Bro already Ooh. doesn't wear I'm shoes. Into that. Yep, like it's already like everyone's got consumption. Like we're just going full Dickens. <laughs> in the air <laughs> i love yeah. it but what if i suggest that uh we, we take the kind of approach where everything is as a baseline sad but there's always that that one random thing that no one expects that just brings color and vibrancy to to the uh to the setting like for example as you were like depicting the the sad rainy street whatever but then there's this literally the, the, this rack of clothes drying in the first floor or whatever and it's just filled with color that I know it's it's a bit metaphorical and yeah. esoterical what I'm describing, but mm -hmm. hopefully it makes sense. I get what you're saying. Well, also yeah, like, like it can't rain all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, try me. Um, I mean, but, every once in I mean, a while, you do have. Uh, God, I was going to say I had something important to say. Fuck me, uh, it wasn't oh. that. Um, it'll come back. Whatever. Yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, is more of the a uh, it's the little things kind of scenario, yeah. right? The unexpected oh. joys. I remember. There we go. So also in the post-revolutionary standpoint, there's usually a lot. While things might be grim at times, there is a lot of like electricity. There's a lot of energy therein. Yeah. And uh, and also as a literal flying city, um, there is an exceptional amount of Wrecked to this uh, city because you know, it literally flies around and picks up people from all over the world. So you know you'll have your your dark darks, but you also have your light lights and celebrations and commemorations and moments where people come together. Yeah, like yeah. there's always. I'm now thinking of um, like in Rise of Skywalker, where it's like, yeah, everything sucks, and then you end up like on this planet in the middle of a festival, and for like it's Mardi and for like seven minutes, things are pretty great. And you forget <laughs> that the world is shit. And then yeah. at Spoilers. eight oh and, and at eight point one, it's garbage again because the troopers <laughs> are here. Yeah, well, that like, kind of yeah, stuff. In can Avatar, be definitely like when you have the beat like things are hard, and then yeah. you have a beach episode. Yeah. Like and things aren't all bad. Yeah. Please. I don't know about you guys, but I am very excited to explore the mechanics of a street festival in a floating city. <laughs> oh, I'm old. As like garbage for Bioshock Infinite, one of my favorite games of all time. I am like so pumped to be on a flying city. I'm so excited. <laughs> flying cities, airships. Excellent. So I think this is us asking for a festival episode, Dad. Uh, oh, I, uh, I I heard that loud and clear. <laughs> that for figured out minutes. one. We are owed seven um, minutes of happiness. <laughs> And Anna, um, can we have a festival episode, please? No. Um, so this that's kind of where we've, that gives us some tone idea, and we have some content idea. Um, what about? So one other particular thing is, 
uh, quest's a little bit softer, you know, in the, like, uh, I'm even more blunt. It's a little softer in the, like, murder people department. Right. Do people die in our game, or do they just have bad things happen to them and disappear? Do you mean, like, in general, or, like, how do we want to handle player character in specific? Everyone's like immortal. No, I was talking more in general, because general. I'm thinking as an inspiration, you know, uh, this is a game where people might not die. You know, the bad guy isn't defeated oh, yeah. by cutting their head off. They're defeated by getting crushed by some rocks and then thrown in jail, you know? Like, right. I, like, as predominantly lately, I've been playing a lot of masks and, like, people don't die in masks. Like, you don't kill people, people do not die. And there's something really cool about that. And it's not even, like, there's a lack of punishment for bad things. Like, you can get totally messed up emotionally yeah. or physically without like you don't need the fear of death to for like choices to be impactful yeah. and i think mm. that's kind of cool and i think it'll be a cool departure from like your standard like D D and a lot of other ttrpgs to like yeah. have that mm -hmm. um that's my two cents like i'll kill yeah. people if y'all want to kill people but yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you can strike somewhere in the middle we can strike somewhere in the middle people, if we I don't mind either way. like maybe if they're yeah. real bad yeah. they guns to die but <laughs> and we can land somewhere in the middle like i just feel like on the intentional on this particular point because i don't want our quest game to end up being us playing D D in quest right yeah. I guess also if we land somewhere in the middle, then when the PCs do kill someone, it will have more weight to it rather than just yeah. sort of like hacking through yeah. a horde of goblins over yeah. and over again, which yeah. is yeah. a feeling you know, like also these people just like straight up kill everyone they meet, which is... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Someone tries to mug you on the street and you just cut their fucking head off. Are you okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 I definitely you need like... to see a therapist. Like, like damn. That's so, definitely like an interesting point. To, like everything will have more weight. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I personally believe that the weight of, of death is a super important thing to to draw, especially if you want to take it towards the sad kind of vibes. I think it's super important to have that natural human feeling of being afraid of death. So I, I wouldn't want to stipulate from the beginning that no, there's no death, no one dies, right? I think yeah. we can stipulate as a group that we're not about that we're not mm -hmm. about the hack sure. and slash yeah we're about uh doing things in a decent way yeah. and then eventually death might happen to one of us or one of whoever mm -hmm. we're facing but uh we can still have that notion that death is present and people die and yeah. bad things happen it's not flippant right yeah yeah, exactly. Like every everything is more weighty. It's it yeah, has like, weight. As I said, like it's not like you're carving through a horde of goblins. Like yeah. when I we mean, start, like yeah. if you experience death, like it's going to right. pack a punch. And if yeah. a PC kills someone, that means they're doing it for a good reason mm -hmm. or something out of their control. Or, something. or there's yeah, just, like everyone I meet, I murder because they're in my way. <laughs> I mean, yeah. or, or, or maybe a PC they... murders somebody for seemingly not a 
big reason that creates some interesting moments from within the party too like if somebody yeah. just yeah. kills somebody yeah when it could have been solved without killing somebody like exactly. that creates interesting dynamics within yeah. the party which will be fun which yeah we, so, but we that's love what I mean. that juicy crap <laughs> that's what i mean when, when I, uh, I think it's more of a notion of deciding as a party our approach than to actually implement it in the setting that makes sense sure sure yeah. Sam, you seem like you were trying to get something in oh. a couple times there. Um, I was just thinking, like, kind of, you know, the way in, um, you know, most games, the sort of assumption is if you take, like, an enemy or, you know, somebody down to, like, zero HP or whatever, it means, like, you know, that NPC is dead or whatever. Um, maybe we just sort of flip it so it's, like, something like um, if we bring, like, just sort of a general understanding where it's, like, oh, you know, like, for, if we're bringing somebody down to, like, like, like an enemy down to, like, no health, like, it's t assumed to be non-lethal unless we specify because I feel like yeah. that sort of adds that weight of, like, oh, yeah. no, if you're gonna kill somebody, like, you've gotta mechanically fucking say it now. <laughs> like... Yeah, I like that. Uh, <laughs> default assumption is they drop um... Yeah. If you want them dead, you gotta say it. Right. That's actually funny enough. That's exactly what I have in the DTRPG system I'm developing. I nice. have called a killing <laughs> blow, which is as a free action when you bring somebody to zero hit points, you may state you're doing a killing blow, but otherwise they are considered to not die. So I like that I like personally. That. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it, it does give more weight to it to be like, be like, and I want to kill them. Right. And, yeah. You know, like, yeah. and that would be lethal, and like. <gasps> Like, everybody's yeah. got to yeah. fucking take that in. Like. Um, yeah. It also takes out, like, it gives the players more control over that because, like, I've played games where, you know, it hasn't been established whether, like, spells can do non-lethal damage or, mm -hmm. like, damage over the, the threshold of their HP by a certain amount mm -hmm. is automatically yeah. going to kill them. And it's like, but I don't right. want to kill them. I just right. want to crit. I, That's not my fault. Well, like, yeah. And, like, <laughs> if you do enough, I might, like, let's, if someone's at... If there's a, a, a commoner at 2 HP and you call down lightning on them and do 10 damage, I'm probably <laughs> going to say they're dead. But I think you knew that going into the action. Right. Yeah. Yeah, as yeah. long as that's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, kind of a similar nuts and boltsy kind of thing. Uh, quest, they, there's not money. So do we want the act that actually there's no money in our world, or do we want it to be that there's money we just don't butts with it? I'm okay with that latter, mostly because I think it's easier, <laughs> kind of, you know, like... No, you must count as every humans who, As humans who live in a capitalistic right? world, we will default to being like, why'd they do it? Well, they paid me. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 fuck. You know, like, that happens. I... That, that will happen if we don't. But it does make a statement if we don't. For sure. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's like, part of me, like, when I think about, like, how Wildmount went, and a lot of it just came up to being, like, the siblings are rich, and they, like, and we just know that they have enough money to do it. Like, that, yeah. there's something very, like, that just, like, there are other things to worry about that aren't... Yeah. Well, in Quest... The mechanics of the game are how we're going to run it. Uh, you know, it says you can get basic goods and services without having to worry about anything. That's how it's going to happen. The question is whether that's not worrying about the money and say you exchange it, or if that's literally just society works where you can walk in and get a bowl of food and you didn't have to pay them because our society is different than that. 
Mm. So I think. I know. Um, Weird idea. Yeah, no, that's, that's I mean, fair, I'm right? into once, it. Like, but... yeah, I'm I'm into it too. Yeah. Once once again, right? I know it's it might sound a bit uh, nihilistic, but the tone we set in the beginning, right, about this this these shifts in power. I think currency might always be the easiest way to to implement those power uh, mm-hmm. gaps between people, right? But we can definitely not use it, and that just means that we need to come up with some other reason why the power difference is there, right? Like I mean, maybe better motivations, that, or maybe yeah. it's shifting also, away. Yeah, I was about to say maybe it could be that that used to be the case that they used to use currency yeah. and now and now they're shifting and towards I, a barter system yeah. or something. That's interesting. Right? And I mean, there's other things too, like oh, you know, mm. like now you can try to like want to live in the nicer parts of the city or something like that. You mm. know, like how do you get the best housing in this sort of society? And yeah. like that's where the power can... balance shifts instead. You know. So another question kind of exists within this is if that's how Valerith works, that's one thing. But if we then go and land other places in the world, do they have money? Uh-huh. My God, are we gonna be the United Federation with no goddamn credits and everybody else is the fucking Ferengi? Like sucks for you guys. But then you land and they're like, we don't. They're, you, you, we want money, and they're like, oh shit, got a barter now. Fuck. Right? <laughs> Jake Cisco. Like, yeah, I was say, or is it just gonna be? <laughs> Is it is it just gonna be the UK is on the pound and the rest of Europe is on the euro? It's like, well, here are my pounds. Well, I'm not imagining giving an item that is a pile of local currency that you get for yeah. something, like as an item that you can then trade for something. It's like trying to like sneak your Canadian quarters in with your regular quarters. How was I to take that bitch? How was I supposed to know they yeah. wouldn't take Water Tribe money? but then i'm also yeah like there are a bunch of examples too because now i'm thinking also like in game of thrones there's that too because they have like the old old money and then you have the newer money like the gold dragons like from when the targaryens were there and then you have the updated new money and you can use them both question mark yeah (laughs) like so the part of the question is how much we want to build in this system aspect into the world. Because if we do it like Valera doesn't use money and then you land places and they might, but that you got to deal with it. That's starting to build it into everyone the world in a way that we have to, we got to acknowledge it a little more and address yeah. it. Whereas if we just, there's money, we don't futz with it. That's taking the concept and saying, okay, and now to the West. There, there is like a, a middle ground where some systems use kind of like open legend, which is a wealth level. You just have tiers of wealth and you understand I'm wealth tier one. I can get basic goods and services, wealth tier two. I can go to a I don't think that kind of you know. in, I don't think adding complexity in, in the uh, mechanical sense of it is the answer I'm looking for. I'm okay at adding some complexity to the world because, you know, setting building but uh adding complexity to the system to represent that i'm a little less into hmm. yeah i, I would it's actually say it's removing that. complexity from counting gold but still keeping gold in the world well we're not right. counting gold because the system doesn't right. have gold yeah. yeah yeah so right now adding anything different is that still going to be complicating whatever quests like yeah. all right yeah. if, is. what if everywhere else already didn't have gold in our city had it and now is like going away from it so 
when we land places, like, they already worked on a barter system or on some other kind of system. And, like, we're just late to the party because we've been floating around doing whatever. <laughs> what if um, the floating city, like, before this revolution used to be kind of, like, more isolationist, and now that this thing has happened people can actually go there and they've had to like open up trade essentially or like make themselves open to the rest of the world i mean there's some validity to that because before it was a war machine and now it's a trade city hmm. i don't know that's a that's a heel turn yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i don't know i mean i i i'm kind of okay i yeah, I don't know. It's like one of those things where, again, I'm sort of okay either way. Um, I'm totally... I, I feel like it would be easiest to just be like, yeah, sure, there's money, and we just, like, hand wave it. Like, okay, you go to the market and get I what agree. you need. Yeah. Like, okay, okay, like, you're being offered, I don't know, money and lodging <laughs> for this quest. <laughs> um, <laughs> like... and, and I'm actually, think, leaning that direction right now because... Elite in the real world, a large, like uh, the capitalism, capitalism. In the real world, you know? capital. <laughs> and that when they, we're talking Bad. about the structuring of uh, dysfunctional systems, I feel like removing currency, we're gonna have a really hard time. <laughs> It'll remove a lot of our ability to make statements about our world, which and is run by currency. True. Plus, I mean, like. Uh, restructuring an entirely new system like that. It's an eight-episode season. <laughs> like, yeah. Also that. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of effort. Yeah, it's like, I... That's true. That's not what I... Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to spend my time on that. <laughs> or we could just... Yes, we go to the market and we're done. Like, shortest yeah. shopping then again, if episode. There then again, if there wasn't money at all... My vigilante stealing from the rich to give to the poor doesn't mean shit anymore if there isn't money. Yeah. So I kind of need there to have at but least that one still... point then money. <laughs> but if there's still that sort of class imbalance between like more access to more luxurious mm. things and lifestyles, then it becomes Maybe like... Maybe you're just stealing food. Right? Maybe I'm not stealing yeah. gold anymore, but I'm going to fucking That's break true. into this fucker's house and take all their goddamn truffle oil and like give it away yeah, right? and like this like... <laughs> Well, nobody's starving, <laughs> but if it's like about genuinely trying to create some sort of equilibrium of lifestyle yeah. in this life, I brought you saffron, you know, paella. <laughs> uh, Sam, I think Sam makes good points here. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So we can so, sort of show towards... that without needing to worry about coin yeah. amounts. Mm -hmm. And I'm. We are never going to worry about coin amounts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter what. <laughs> the less mass. Uh, at yeah, most, good, it'll be here's count. a person. They have a lot of it, and that's the amount we need to go into a coin amounts. <laughs> a lot of it means that people will do what they tell them to do, so more often than other people who don't have a lot of it. It yeah. doesn't need to get more descriptive than that. <laughs> Okay, I think I think I have a leave money in like everywhere. Maybe we can explore having different currencies in different places. I think that's a good like an interesting dynamic if you leave the city. But but I think it might be easier to just leave the concepts of money in because if you think about it, just trade and barter is basically the same thing, isn't it? Like if you you trading goods, yeah. 
money is money, especially if you use gold coins, which is supposed to be and a valuable thing. Notably, uh, it wouldn't even be truly a barter system. It would be a system of like you contribute to the city, so you get things, you get basic yeah. goods and services, and then but then this magic sword that doesn't count. No, no, you got to give yeah. me something for that. Yeah, it gets a little weird. Exactly. Yeah. And there are cooler things capitalism. to spend our time with. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we've landed there. Yeah. Moving on from that. And by the way, I have a very brief agenda here, but if there's a topic anyone you wants to bring up, please do not hesitate. No um, not prepare talking points. I would like to propose to the <laughs> committee that I Nunu wouldn't is expect science. you to. Seconded. Okay, all in favor of that new news science, raise your right hand. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let the record show that was everybody but new new. <laughs> yep. All of all opposed. Well, to be fair, new new was holding his mic with his right hand, so oh, shit. like oh, yeah. unanimous decision. <laughs> Let the record show that science does not have a vote. That sounds All right, counterproductive. So, <laughs> that sounds really counterproductive. All right, dragging us back in the direction, and I'm sorry if this sometimes this process feels a little belabored. The idea is to make a really strong foundation so we can pop off later. It is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, safety shit. You know, normal safety tools. We. I'm not going to belabor this because we've been playing together a pretty long time. Except Isa, but it's working. Usual stuff. Um. You know, you can do the X card in chat. You can do the, uh, we can talk, we can do lines and veils. I will say that I, I have my usual list of sexual and domestic assault isn't is a line. Um, torture oh. is a veil. Sex stuff is a veil. Um, brutality to children is a veil. Brutality to animals is a veil for me. Um, and that's a baseline because that's what we're starting with. Right. Do we have a, Lines of, if we don't have a lines and veils document already made, um, we do I've have one in our Discord. Okay, it's, yeah. been, it's been probably it's a while since like we it updated it. I'll revisit it. Definitely, yeah. I don't Google think Drive. since it has joined, so we might as well just start a new one. Maybe um, you can just copy. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I can. Or, it's in my Google Drive. I can just find it and re yeah, link can, it. Yeah, yeah sure. and then you I mean, can really, add like, things. Yeah, like for me, all the standard ones are like the ones Nat said, plus like right. racism. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. It, um, mine are all those plus clowns, dolls, and mannequins. Good to know. Okay, and lines or veils on those guys. Um, God, lines. I fucking hate clowns so much and mannequins and dolls. Okay. Anything that's like re like it's more like very humanoid of those. That things. like uncanny valley kind of thing. Yes, I got gotcha. you. Like, like, Bioshock wrecked me. For mannequins, oh. I just can't do it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> At least you uh, didn't play Condemned. I don't know what that is, but now I know to stay away from it. Yeah, yo, no, <laughs> you you will die. I do have like one gore squick. Like the only one I have is eye gore. But considering we just said we don't want to do non -le like lethal damage unless we say so, I highly doubt we're gonna get to that. So just oh, added notably. Just <laughs> I like my gory descriptions, so if I get an opportunity, I will leap at it. Okay, all right. There you yeah. go. So Just that's good to know. No, no eye gore, please. It's like the one thing I can't stand. I'm desensitized to literally everything else. 
Yeah, I mean, no ableism for me. It's the biggest thing, and, uh, you know, no transphobia, that kind of deal. But I know that's not the kind of games that we play anyway. But yeah, exactly. Don't intend to get on those trains, definitely. No, you don't. But just saying it anyway. Otherwise, I think, yeah, anything else has pretty much been covered. Um, I guess I don't know so much what the technology level for your city is. I get sort of like almost a steampunky vibe from some things. So I would say a veil for like vehicular accidents and crashes, just sort of like no graphic details. I've got okay, very sure. so, bad issues with like car accidents. So anything that's so sort the one of... area where that could come up is so Valera doesn't properly land places. Uh, it's got this a fle small fleet of floating gondolas that uh, will fly Ooh, people up and awesome. down. Uh, and that... while that's mostly a setting detail, I'll keep that in mind if you know crash things ever happen with those yeah. within the city. Uh, there was a lot of magical assistive stuff, but not like vehicle level stuff. The cool. the city's too packed really to have vehicles. Good to know. Just putting that out there, because I'm so used to like very high fantasy things. As I've started playing more steampunk yeah. and modern set stuff, I'm like, oh, I should like let people yeah. know about that one. <laughs> uh, oh, and as for general technology level, um, I play very fast and loose with it. And part of this. Uh, settings goal was to let the players inflict upon the world but like explicitly like adding lots of things because the world underneath the city is less defined intentionally so if you want to be from a place where like how uh, another game in this or someone who has like these techno magical um uh implantations that uh you know assist with uh i like that was where they got their power from like their far shot eye for being a Hunter, another quest game. Uh, and that's fine, because the world is multifaceted, and some places will have that shit, and other places won't. That's fine. Is, do, does anyone feel like we need to be on safety tool information any more than we already have? No, but I did link the uh, document now, so if you want to take that. Yeah. And so, as I was saying, I divided to hard lines and lines, but you feel free to ignore that and do whatever you want with the information. Okay. Uh, and Robert uh, added everyone in the Discord for the channel it's on, which is under reference and resources and is the Safety Tools channel. Makes sense. <laughs> How apropos. How Weird apropos. it would be there. And of course, I will be checking that later because you could very reasonably have something you don't want to say out loud, despite the fact we're good friends. People have personal lives. Uh, so feel free to do things anonymously as well. Or reach out one-on-one, -on -one, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, next, I have ru uh, rules and breaking them on the agenda list. So, generally speaking, we are taking the quest rule set at base level. Um, I have three house rules I want to propose, and anyone else can feel free to propose as well, because this isn't a dictatorship here. Um, so the three I'm going to propose... Nathaniel.exe has crashed. 
You said you have to, you want to, anybody can be free to propose, but I said you and Nunu are already married, so we can't oh, do that. My brain has connected the dots now. Very elaborate. For no, no, I believe Megan. Megan connected the dots. <laughs> wow, Robert. Uh, and Megan wow. definitely assisted my brain. All right, I'm so the first two are go hand in hand. I like, I really like the uh, tough choice result. And so I would like to expand that up to 12, but as compensation, so it's not just stacking the deck farther against the players, move the triumph from 20 to include 19 as well. How do people Ooh. feel about that? Wait, do that again? I... <laughs> okay, so the normal die layout for a quest is 20 is a triumph, 11 to 19 is a full success, 6 to 10 is a tough choice, 2 to 5 is a failure, and 1 is a catastrophe. I'm proposing that 11 and 12 become tough choice and 19 and 20 become triumph. So it just shifts the array a little bit. Um, I love that. Um, Same. I've been playing so much PBTA and I love tough choices. Like it makes it so much fun and yeah. so, much, so like narratively interesting to like, instead of just being like, you fail. It's like, you can win, yeah. you can succeed if... Yeah. Mm. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm all about yeah. it. I love I it. I like it. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, Nat, does that also apply to my wild attack feature? Because that's the same range. That was the other thing to um, consider. Is there's lots of uh, abilities in the system that use that array. Yeah. And I think if it uses the same array of numbers, it does apply. But some don't. And if they don't, we just treat those as their own thing. Oh, some don't. Okay, I think this does, but I'll double check. Uh, I believe uh, Wild Attack does. Yeah, okay, cool. That's how I handle that. And most likely, we'll have to say those words again later in the game, and that's okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know each of these words individually. <laughs> and sometimes together. Not often. Um, the... The other house rule also has to do with determining success. And this is for things that particularly, uh, like, uh, you want the answer to be yes, you succeed, but we want to check if there's a complication. Simple as that. Um, and that's what the D6s were in our one shot. So it's like, hey, I want, as a group, we're sneaking across the room. Well, I want you to get across the room, but I want there to be a chance of a complication. Yeah, and I it's like that. very fucking basic. Roll a d6. If it's above the medium, not it goes fine. If it's below, it happens, but there's a downside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was into that. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think last time I was actually running it a little ruder than that. It was like five and six is your okay or something like that. <laughs> ruder. I don't remember. <laughs> or I inverted I, it and it was like high numbers was were like bad. I don't quite remember. Individual success failures too, I think, right? Rather than like a group. Yeah, it wasn't just failure. group stuff. It's uh, so I found this to be useful as like a character being like, "What I know about that," and I'm like, fundamentally, I want the answer to be yes because no is boring, mm -hmm. but I might want there to be some twist to it. Let's find out if there is. I like it. Okay. Yep. I like it. It was fun. All yeah, four. I, I also prefer that to just it's like, fun. yeah, you fail, you don't get to do anything. Right, or just mm -hmm. like, this happens. Which just puts a stop on it, yeah. Oh, uh, notably, 
uh, the Triumphs, the 20s, uh, there are some uh, abilities and magic items and stuff, and some of them say when you get a Triumph, and some of them say when you roll a 20, all of that now works on 19 and 20. It doesn't matter if it says 20 or if it says Triumph. Oh. That's all I got for rules shit. Um, do rolling's cool. Quirks are cool. Talk to me. You can even do like the roll less thing if you really want to. I don't really give a shit. Make the character <laughs> you want to make and have fun with it. Um, as for uh, making characters that you then don't like later, particularly early in the game, uh, if you find you took an ability and you're like, wow, I just never want to use this the way this character is developing i just talk to me and i'll most likely be like yep just pick something new i don't give a fuck about making my friends <laughs> use things that they don't want to have the point is to have fun here or be engaging if you want to use the designer speak if you don't like it anymore get something new cool works for me yeah. i like the yeah. cut of your jib mm. right <laughs> Uh, and then it's the part where I like to say, when I've else have anything to say about rules shit? I don't know the rules well enough to have anything to say about Same. There are really very few. Talk to me later about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'm cool. good with everything you've said so far, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. Okay, so now we are getting. Uh, approaching the point where I actually start acknowledging you have characters in mind, um, but not quite yet. So this is the part where I make you guys work for me. So now we have to develop a conceit, a bond uh, for the party. So this is something that, hello camera, connects all of you to each other and to the city. This would be like you're related, you are in a club together, you own a business together, something. You are just like, you live nearby. You're in the same apartment <laughs> complex. You're I don't give a fuck. Quintuplets. <laughs> it can You're be lots of things. And actually, <laughs> I've given you lots of examples because now I'm going to walk away for a few minutes and we're all going to individually come up with one to pitch to the group. Oh no. Wait, oh, what? God. This. No, panic! And don't talk to each other because the point is to get divergent ideas, not convergent ideas. Oh no! Okay. Alright, so I guess we're- are we taking a break? Stretch break? Stretch yeah, thinking we're, break? We're, uh, exactly. Okay. Alright, I'm into it. You've been listening to No Initiative Play Quest The Soaring City. Quest The Soaring City is an actual play production by No Initiative, hosted live on Twitch by Chromatic Chimera on Mondays at 6.30pm Eastern. Our game is guided by Nat, or at CrimeNat, on Twitter. Dr. Falwyn Denor the Doctor is played by Robert Allen, or at Voices of Robert on Twitter. Ferris Munir the Invoker is played by Iza, or at Evil Clever Dog on Twitter and YouTube. Lena Elliott the Spy is played by Megan Cross, or at at Megan Lynn FTW on Twitter. Row the Naturalist is played by Samwise Gamgee or at the Samwisest on Twitter. Zakesarkar the Charmblade is played by Nunu or at JNunuTex on Twitter. The Soaring City uses the quest system published by the Adventure Guild. If you want to try playing the quest RPG with your own pack, go to adventure.game/store and use code NOINITIATIVE, one word, all caps, for 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Twitter at NOINITIATIVETV for updates, art, and memes.
The Soaring City theme song is by Ryan, aka Sim, or at the Simulacri on Twitter. All other music used is by Adrian Von Ziegler. Podcast editing is by Samwise Gamgee. Thank you to Chromatic Chimera for hosting our live actual play shows on their Twitch. Check back next Wednesday for another adventure in Valerith with Quest the Soaring City.